you're so confident and so sure of yourself, but when you were just starting, who My was mom. Person? Your mom? My mom. What did she do for you? When I was nine years old and opened the door for an elderly woman at a McDonald's, she reacted as if I won the Nobel Peace Prize. Good mom. What my mom did was super smart. She overreacted on everything that I was doing that was a good human trait and she held me accountable for things that didn't matter like grades. My mom built huge self-esteem in me and I feel like the biggest reason I am who I am today to everybody is because I feel so guilty and so grateful for what she did for me that I want to do it for everybody else, which is guess what? You suck at a ton of Good, so does everybody else. You're also probably pretty rad at something. Try as many things as possible until you figure out what you're rad at and you like and go do that for the rest of your life and stop giving a everybody else. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. What I want to talk about today is predicated on me reading hundreds of thousands of direct messages over the last three years. What I want to talk about today is not predicated on my opinion, it's an observation from one person, one man's point of view. It's also the observation of somebody who is so deeply grateful for the remarkable way that I feel that my mother <clears throat> parented me uh, and my father and the circumstances of being an immigrant born in Belarus uh, coming to the United States and going through that struggle. I believe that so much of what every single person in this audience cares deeply about trying to affect, and so many of the characteristics that we are passionate about, whether it's empathy or kindness or gratitude, needs to have a remarkable conversation with ourselves around a word called entitlement. Entitlement is not privilege. Entitlement's a very important word for all of us because it is foundational in the starting point to all the other things we've been talking about over the last two days. Entitlement is also gonna be very difficult for all of us to talk about in this room because it means we have to look at ourselves, not look at the people that we're imposing it on. Over the last three years, I have received hundreds of thousands of messages from 15 to 25 year olds telling me variations of stories of how much they love and appreciate their parents deeply but deep down, they resent them and or hate them so much because while they continue to take their unlimited Uber from their parents, while they continue to take a brand new BMW on their 17th birthday, while they continue to be thrilled that their parents bought them their first apartment in New York City, or much smaller things like a first class plane ticket or something of that degree, they inherently deeply understand that they are a zoo animal and are completely unprepared to actually live in the world. This is very difficult because so many, like myself, come from places where you start with nothing. Half this audience came from the fucking dirt. The others had parents or grandparents that did. This is deep within us that once you tasted garbage, you have no interest in letting your children taste it. This is not judgment. You're looking at a man who's run two companies now and the number one vulnerability I've had running these two companies successfully is I personally created too much entitlement with my organizations because I don't like conflict. I struggle with radical candor. I'm a tough guy on fucking Instagram, but in real life, I just 
want to take all the pressure and do it myself and put everybody in a happy place because happiness deploys better success until it overcorrects. We have a whole culture that is disproportionately judging the youth, literally judging the youth that they fucking parented. My friends, for us to look at this and understand what's actually happening, we have to understand that so many in today's society and long before social let us flex on each other, we did it by the things we wore, by the things we drove, by the stories we told at the PTA. Most, most people continue to parent their children based on what they think other people think of them, not by listening to their actual children. This is a very important conversation. We cannot get to the path of all the other talks that we've been listening to without eliminating entitlement. It is very difficult to be empathetic or grateful without eliminating entitlement. We must put accountability on a pedestal. We must destroy eighth place trophies. That doesn't mean that we don't admire effort, but results fucking matter in life. My mother gave me so much fucking self-esteem that it makes some people not like me. However, she equaled that with uncomfortable amounts of accountability. When I went 0 for 4 in a baseball game and struck out four times, it wasn't the son's fault. It wasn't my coach's fault. She looked me in the face and said, you fucking sucked. <laughs> it didn't taste great. It must have not been fun for her to deliver. But my deep, deep happiness is predicated on her sucking out every piece of entitlement out of my body, my deep capacity to be empathetic and grateful, which transforms in what most people see is somebody who markets. But in the way I navigate my life and the way that I market to the end consumer, my unbelievable opportunity to speak in front of this crowd today is predicated on listening. I talk, you listen to my podcast, I interrupt every single person that is on my show because I've already heard what they said and I just wanna move it along and we don't fucking edit. It seems mean, it seems audacious, it's deeply based on listening. We have to start the process of listening to the youth. They're telling us the answers. You just care what your neighbor thinks about your kid. You just care about what your mother thinks about your kid. You just care about what your sister thinks about your kid. You need to start listening to your kid. When this little hubbub that popped up about USC and other colleges, this was no surprise to me. There was no shock behind this. We are a mass society predicated on overreacting to other people's judgment. We are awfully good at judging. We are awfully good at judging. We have to start the conversation around entitlement. Entitlement's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Because it's not a lot of fun for people that are trying to do good to really look at it. There's a whole lot of people that clap for Greta's talk and then act a different way the next day. We all know that. The hypocrisy is fucking heavy. Some things are really lofty. It's hard to fucking boil the ocean. But the truth is, you can absolutely start with yourself. And let me promise you, the deep happiness in perpetuity that you will have if you start with your child will change the course of your life. I've seen this up close with my siblings. I've seen this through the eyes of hundreds of thousands of people who I've talked to yesterday. 
The resentment is palpable. More importantly, they genuinely believe that you do not believe in them because you're subsidizing their behavior. Fake environments were the seed that led us to the uncomfortable place we're in, predicated on an enormous amount of money and happiness in the macro over the last 70 years. And much like in our venture community, where people no longer actually build businesses, but they're building financial arbitrage machines to raise capital and spend zero fucking time caring about their consumer and 100% of their time caring about venture capitalists and press. We equally have a community of parents worried about what other people think instead of how their kids feel. We have to have a much, much deeper conversation about entitlement and when we do, all the other beautiful words that have been spoken in the last two days will start to fall into place. One of the challenges that I face all the time with some of these students is anxiety and how I can help them yeah. see that they are, you know, they can do more than they think and that they're stronger than they know. How would you articulate or explain I, to them? I, you know how I do it. I'm yeah. doing it. I put pressure on the true answers. Yeah. Insecurity is the seed that creates all these issues. Absolutely. And so I'm trying to figure out why they didn't build self-esteem, who didn't build self-esteem, and the reason I bring up mom is like, Jesus, it's such a big percentage of it. Mom or dad is like 80% of it. It's just, you know, I do this a lot, I'm fascinated. Listen, my dad, listen, I don't talk a lot about this. That's what happened to my dad. My, dad's, my dad, I'm so impressed by him. The way my grandmother parented my dad is unacceptable. That's the only word I can think of. So I'm fascinated by it because I had the reverse. I'm so perfectly parented by my mother, I'm unstoppable. I feel guilty that I'm so emotionally grounded and strong, that's why I'm giving it to you. That, like, what do you think's happening up here? I feel guilty that I have it so good mentally. There's nothing anybody can do to my mental state. It's insane. I am so weird, guys. <laughs> like, it, like, nothing hits, it's like I'm numb. And so, I go right to the core. I do it when I see it sometimes, I'm like, hey, you are unbelievable and you think you're shit, that's bad. We need to talk about this. Tell me everything about your childhood. <laughs> like, you know, and I just go there and you know, sometimes you get a little break, sometimes, but what's really fun is they start thinking about it and it changes behavior. I get an email every day that says that they disconnected from somebody in their inner circle and for the last six months they've br they've, they're breathing for the first time in their lives. It is not easy to break up with your brother. It is not easy to break up with your spouse. It is not easy to break up with your father, but that's actually the binary move if they're the poison of your life. So, A, if that's your reality, you need to think, because guess what? You have one life, and you don't want to be 73 when your parent passes away and finally start breathing. B, if that is not your life, you need to drive home right now and kiss your parents in the face. How exactly did your mother instill that self-confidence in you? And finally, Prescient, thank you so much for asking this question because I always love to brag about my mama. Uh, she, she instilled so much self-confidence in me because of a couple things. One, I probably had some level of it in my own DNA, but she brainwashed me. My mom made me think that the things that I were doing that many parents on the negative side put down their kids for, what the far majority of parents would consider mundane, like getting a good haircut, or like 
running quickly to pick up the ball and like it, it was so athletic. Stuff that none of you would ever think is the kind of thing that you would compliment your child for is what she did for me and you know what? You start believing it. I can tell you this and I'm positive this. I know that the peeps in this room think more highly of themselves today than before they started jamming with me. The reason this company is so special, one of the funniest things that happens in this company is when somebody comes in new that's senior and they are completely flabbergasted and flabbergasted by the confidence of the youngsters in this room. And I bet you, as they're all thinking about it right now, and obviously Stefan and India are here a little bit less and DRock a little bit in the middle and Alex a little less and Steve a lot more. I know that that's what I do. Maybe not to the extreme level that my mom did for me. Obviously it was very focused one child. We have many children in the house. But I would even say that many of you have started to feel that way because the truth is my friends, positive energy is a good thing. (laughs) I don't know what else to tell you. And when it comes from a pure place, it's double good. And so she just, uh, she just focused on it. It's in her in the way that it's in me. We're similar. And, um, and she just kept pounding me and making me feel like the ordinary was something that was extraordinary until I finally believed it so much that that's what I feel about myself all the time. And if you don't have good empathy and self-awareness, it can go into a very dangerous place. But if you know how to balance it, and that's, uh, and that's how she did it with an enormous balance of um, just good stuff, man. Really good parenting. Really, really, really good parenting.